Hey guys, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your host, Terrell Primus, and you're listening to, of course, The Culture Podcast. Today we got a special guest. We're going to be talking to a very creative artist by the name of Free Play. Elevated his art to another level, started his own band, and doing really great things based out of New York. One thing what I like about him as an artist is, when I first met him, he transitioned in so many different ways, not only as a performer, not only as a musician, but taking the elements of the art of music and turn it into something that basically is who he is as an artist. And today, nowadays, is not easy as an artist to transition into who you are as an individual. So today, we're going to be calling him up, find out more, of course, of who he is, who is free play, and find out basically who he's working on and the dope band that he created, guys, in case you don't know, he started a band, guys. So yeah. Let's call up Mr. Free Play and find out exactly who he is. Hello? Hey, what's going on? What's going on, brother? How you doing today? Doing good. Okay, okay. Awesome. Hey, guys, we have Free Play right now on the line. Really great artist. Let's find out exactly why I think he's one of the dopest artists and musicians of today. So, Mr. Free Play, first of all, how is your day going, brother? Pretty good. Okay, okay, awesome. Okay, okay, that's good to hear, man. Um, Okay, so listen, we're going to get straight into it because I know everybody is going to want to know who you are as much as I want them to. First of all, where are you from, brother? I know you're from New York, but um, what part of New York you're from, brother? Uh, from Queens, New York. I live in Queens. Queens, I was okay. Born and raised here in New York. Okay. Born in the Bronx. That's that's what's up, New York. You know, New York is the city of chance, brother. You know how it is. You know. So, Mister Free Play. First of all, I know that you're a musician, and I know I don't even put you in a box because I know you do many elements in the musical aspects of things. So can you please let me know, first of all, what do you do when it comes to music? Um, well, I've been involved in music in many different forms since I started um, my career professionally in the industry, uh, roughly like 10 years ago, I would say. And um, I started my career as a, as a songwriter, um, working with some close friends that were making music at the time, and I would just help them finish their songs and their lyrics. Um, then from there, I pretty much just started getting more curious about the process of actually making records, like the final product. That led me into engineering and, you know, recording people as well as recording other musicians, which then led me to, uh, you know, where I'm at now. You know, fast forward a couple of years later, I, I own a recording studio. I produce various artists, including band. And yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much, you know, full time working in, in this industry. OK, OK, that's that's amazing. Um, one thing what I do know about you is when I first met you, I know that I met you as an artist, a creative and doing really dope things in that aspect. And through the years, I've seen the elevation, not only as an artist, but just in what you do as, a, you know, in musical aspect. So. I know that you said that you do all these different things now. So for the people that's listening right now, what would you say right now, you know, as a musician that you can say that elevated in what you do? Yeah, that elevated what I do in what sense? Basically, like, you know, you're not just an artist. You don't just do music anymore. You actually create music. So... Oh, 
yeah, I mean, I work with different different producers, you know, and I myself, like I said, I'm I'm part of a band um, called the Burning Bicycles that is myself and uh, another producer I work with called Isaiah Parker, and we pretty much, uh, you know, create records, the, the records that you guys hear on Spotify and on iTunes, we're responsible not only for the ones that, that appear on our bands, you know, albums and things like that, but we also help other other creatives get their ideas out and you know that's why beyond being an artist a recording artist which is you know part of what i do i also consider myself a record producer so you know i help people finish their musical ideas you know as well as starting my own musical ideas and i I think it's just a culture at this point you know once you get involved with the industry so so deeply you just become part of this community of, of people that are trying to you know, achieve the same goals as you, which is to finish a record and put it out there for the fans of music mm, exactly. and the fans of, of maybe specific genres of music to, to be able to consume them and, and listen to them and enjoy them. Okay, okay. That's, you see, and one thing is, I do believe that when it comes to certain things that you do, especially as a musician and whatever you do in the artistic aspects, and I do believe there's levels to an artist and you know what you do and one thing that i say and i commend it like i said elevation is so important in the art of what you do as an individual and i've seen you as an artist not only elevating like i said just the music one of the main things i always try to stress to a lot of creatives especially musicians is that it's really important to elevate and grow in what you do as an art not just stay stagnant in what you're doing and the reason why you know we wanted to put you on this you know this call this this episode right here is because there's so much creatives that's looking for inspiration and examples of individuals that's taking their art into a next level and even using that to help others so what I'll ask you is doing what you've been doing right now what have you learned as an artist elevating from just you know doing music as in recording yourself into starting your own brand and also helping others what have you learned to elevate you to that level? Uh, one of the most important things I would say that I've learned is the power of, of collaboration. Um, just the power of being able to work with other people that can take your vision to that next level. You know, a lot of times, even, I guess as creators, when we start out, you know, we start out with an idea that may just be born from our own you know, meditations or from our own thoughts that we're we're trying to get out into the world. Mm. And until we share that idea with somebody else that that could see our vision, you know, it's often difficult to to see it through to the end. And I think a lot of, you know, my my shortcomings when I started was, you know, I, I knew my talent, I knew my potential. But I was trying to do everything alone and in a mm. box by myself. You know, it wasn't until I started opening up my ideas to, to other people that I trusted and respected in the industry that I saw what results they were getting that they could help me also get, you know, to that level where, where I would be proud of the work that I'm putting out into the world. So I think, you know, um, as a creative in any industry, it's very important to find a community and find like-minded individuals that can help you finish your ideas, you know, take them to the finish line. And, and I think even in, in in music, you know, that's why the role of a, of a record producer is, is so important mm. because it's not just a, a beat maker or a title that you give someone. It's, it's literally the person going to produce the record. You know, 
know, and by that it, it means getting it to the finish line. And I, I pride myself in, in being one of those people that to finish, you know, a record or an idea with an artist, you know, being an artist myself, I surround myself with other record producers as well that I respect and that I've seen what, what they can do and, and what and, and how they can take it to the finish line. So, you know, my biggest advice would be beyond just always learning, keeping your mind open to, to what's happening in your industry and in the game that you're in, you know, whether that's music or any other art form or creative form, is just keeping up to date and also keeping yourself um in the community and around those people that that you look up to, you know, and it, it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a famous person or exactly. a, a big artist. It could just be somebody that you know that that's trying to do the same thing that you do, or in, in some capacity, and you see them getting results. You see them getting even better results than you, because I do believe that you can only learn, you know, from other people that that challenge you, you know, and, and that's what's going to make you better. Being around people that that could do something, you know, a little bit better than, than you can in some shape, you know, way, shape, or form, you know? Exactly. And that's really some great advice right there. Because I believe right now there's a lot of, you know, changes in the music industry. And especially when, you know, when I grew up, the sound of music sounds so differently in respects to, I'll say, rap and whatever rap is called today. There's so much new, you know, varieties of creatives that's doing what they do. And one thing is a lot of young individuals that's coming into now music and trying to find themselves. It's really hard, especially not having somebody to look up to. Not say look up to, just to have an idea of like, okay, you know what, this person did it. Let me, you know, have an idea of how they did it, and 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 watching them, you know, especially individuals as yourself. And yeah, I mean, and even beyond that, you know, it's like you're always watching. Even those people that, like like I said before, you know, that it doesn't have to be your heroes, but it could be, you know, even though they're not as accessible sometimes, but you could watch interviews, you could watch, you know, documentaries, you know, those, those are different ways to stay inspired and also learn from from the from the industry that you're in, you know, and, and everything's always changing. Like, you know, obviously we're going through a very unique time in history at this point, so some of the books and some of even the YouTube videos that talk about the music industry, you know, some of those concepts were thrown out the window as soon as, as this pandemic and this emergency situation hit. So it's like you, you kind of have to do your, your history, but you got to be exactly. in the present moment as well. Exactly. And learn how to, how to adapt to, to the changing times. And, and I think this moment in history is, is a perfect example of that. You know, there's books that I bought about the music industry that just don't make sense anymore after what happened, you know, in the last couple of months. So mm. you also got to be ready for everything to be turned upside on its on its head, you know? Mm. Um, and that, that's part of being in any industry. It's like you got to be able to adapt to change. And, and that's why we are always growing, always learning, because we don't know when things are going to change and, and, and how they're going to change and how quickly they're going to change. That's definitely true. Change is so important. It's huh? Wow. So huh, one thing I want to know about never had a really chance to talk about it because I've seen that you started, you know, your own band. And one thing I like to touch on that right there, because the transition from you just being a, you know, an engineer working with other creatives, you started something beyond just what I first met you on. So now starting a band now, how did that come about? What what transitioned you from just basically 
you know, being a, a performer and doing your own music, you know, on the, on the hip hop or those aspects to transitioning to actually having a band. How did that come about? Um, well, it was it was actually pretty random. It wasn't too thought out at the moment. Um, I, I, you know, like when I started working as a as an engineer and even as a songwriter, I always had a hip hop project going along. And I think you know that's that's around the time that you and I met. And um, you know, I've been working on this project for for quite some some years. Oh, and that's kind of, I guess, how I learned a lot of what I know now musically is, is through the trials and tribulations of doing, you know, that project myself. And it led me through the channels of, of a journey of, of meeting people. And when I met the other producer that is in this band, you know, Isaiah Parker, um, we pretty much were just having a normal conversation and we thought it'd be fun to just start something different, you know, something nice. different from what we both did at the time. And that led us to, you know, exploring a, a, a new genre of music, which is, you know, alternative rock music and alternative pop music. And it was just something different and challenging at the same time. Mm. So it, it was refreshing to do something that didn't have, you know, the, the kind of pressure and, and expectation that you kind of get when you're working on, a, on anything for too long. And it was really something fun you know and i think that's what made it so special wow. was that it didn't have that pressure of trying to make it and trying to get certain results that we see you know out there from from some of these more popular genres and some of these more popular artists mm. it was it was less pressure you know i think okay it okay gave, it created an atmosphere that was easy to make you know good art you know and i think that was what made me even more interested in it and, and made me work harder towards it and, and made me stop and say, hey, there's something special here, you know, keep going with this. And, and I just followed my instincts, you know. Okay, okay, that's pretty dope. The main thing is how, you know, is it different now being, you know, part of a band than the engineering and doing what you've been doing? Is there a difference now being in a band now? How is like it different from just what you've been doing? It, it, it's a it's a it's a bit different because you know you're constantly working or collaborating with somebody else so you know your vision could sometimes be challenged and and it's a, in a good way because if you respect the person you're working with you know you know that they also have an interest in making whatever product you're working on or record you're working on mm. be the best it can be so whereas before when i was working on my own project you know, I was the executive director of that. You know, I was the, the last voice. And whatever I said, I could pretty much do. You know, mm, since okay. I didn't have to answer to anybody. I was just working, you know, pretty much out of my mom's basement and, and in my head. So there wasn't any, uh, you know, like, uh, I guess, authority over beyond myself. Whereas working in this band, you know, as, as it, it turns out, you know, we had people that were interested in investing in us, so then that added another kind of level of responsibility where, where I saw beyond myself, you know, just accomplishing my ideas. It was also kind of meeting the the, the needs and expectations of other people that had a, a, a vested interest in this project as well. Mm. So it kind, of, it kind of divided, you know, like the responsibility in a way and also just made me more open-minded to 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 being able to kind of be flexible okay with, with certain ideas and 
you work on things because it's not just your opinion, you know. It's the opinion of other people too. Wow, that's that's dope. And that's good to hear because a lot of creatives that's trying to transition, especially in the musical aspects, is for a lot of, I know a lot of musicians myself and a lot of right now where a lot of them are at is trying to find that creativity because of this epidemic, you know, and for the ones that's listening now, that's like, okay, you know what? I'm doing this, but I can't go to the studios no more. And I'm trying to find myself again or find a new sound or rebrand who I am as a person. What are you doing right now to stay focused or to stay inspired as, you know, an individual that's so well versed in, you know, the musical things? Like, what are you doing to stay inspired? Um, well, that's that's been a challenge. You know, I'm not I'm not going to say, you know, it's been easy, even though for a lot of people, this was a perfect time for them to be, you know, um, creative because a lot of our lives were, were changed in the sense of, you know, we get to work from home or some of us don't, you know, don't have to work a regular job. So we, you know, we were forced into a position where we find ourselves with more free time on our hands and things like that, which could lend itself for, for more creativity. But I think also the, the atmosphere and, and the things going on in the world made it difficult, at least for me, to, to really just take advantage of, of that time and, and kind of be like, okay, this is the perfect moment mm. for me to work on my creativity. I, I think it kind of disrupted things more for me mm. than, okay. than it helped in a sense because you know a lot of a lot of what i do um does involve me meeting with other people and that collaborative aspect was changed you know not being able to meet in person and not being able to go to the studio with with some of my collaborators and you know other co-workers or colleagues rather so a lot of that was was changed and challenged and you know I, at first like I, what i've been trying to do is just take it day by day as well as doing things outside of music to inspire me, you know, mm. like you have to actually have experiences to, to be able to create, you know, I, I truly believe that, that you, you have to go out there and live. So you have something to write about, mm. you know, and, and I think these are one of those moments I, I've accepted that is, is one of those moments that you just kind of have to take in, you know, be present mm -hmm. and maybe like these experiences are going to influence or inspire, you know, future works, you know, um, But I've been trying to learn, you know, things that maybe I put off before, like how to be better at social media or how to be better at Photoshop and how to just collaborate from a distance, you know what I mean? Like using FaceTime or mm. conference calls and things like that. So I think it, it kind of forced me into sharpening some skills that before I was a little bit, you know, hesitant to take on because I was just so focused on, on music, 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 you know. And kind of neglecting some of the other aspects of being in the band or being an artist in this in this age, you know, of technology. Mm. I think that's really good what you said. Yep, yep. Yeah, I even picked up some gaming. You know, I never I haven't okay. played okay. video games in in, in years. You know, like, wrong with games, bro. Over, I play games. Yeah, but, Call yeah, of Duty. I've been on PS4, man. I've been I've been getting my, my ass busted on Call of Duty, but okay, sorry. okay. <laughs> sorry, what <laughs> occurred. No, it's hey, hey man. Um, I think one thing a lot of musicians are afraid, you know, to be a hundred percent themselves is to know that you can be human. And one thing that you just said, I think that you know that's a really important advice to people is you got to step out of your elements. And sometimes 
this situation can force you to want to learn new things or, you know, try new things. And you need inspiration because right now, even as myself, as a creative is, I'm always trying to innovate. That's why I even started this podcast. I'm like, I can't meet with my clients. I can't meet with the creators because as my lifestyle is based off working with people and being inspired in collaborative things. So it's like, okay, what can I do? And I said, I love to talk to people, but what can I do? I, I said, okay, let me learn podcasting because it was nothing close to what I ever even thought that I want to do. But one thing I've learned is your talent is always connected to something if you really pay attention to it, you know, and your talent opens doors to other things if you're willing to try it. And I think we need to step out of our comfort zones and not be afraid to, I wanted to say fail, try new things because you'll be surprised. And now I'm podcasting and now I'm, you know, as I build talking to creators like yourself, I'm like, how can I inspire others? Because, you know, we can't call a friends 24-7. We can't go hang out with certain people no more. How can I convey who you are? Because I think you're really dope as what you do. But how many people can I tell that without it sounding like, okay, bro, like, what's up? Like, okay, cool. But if we have other people hearing who you are, individuals like yourself, and just knowing that, okay, you're not only talented, you're not only real, but yo, listen to somebody that's like you, that's going through the process. You know, I think that's missing. And this is why I created this podcast, first of all, to basically, you know, shed light to individuals as yourself, because celebrities are out there, yeah, but there's others, individuals in our cities, I say, that's in our environments, that's doing amazing things, if we just give a chance to, you know, just to get to know them, you know? Yeah, um, I, think, no, I think that's great, you know, what you're doing, and also what what you're saying, you know, to reiterate what, what I was going off of, and it's true, you know, you gotta, you gotta see where the journey takes you to, and how you can how you can give back and also how you can make that giving back also be a reflection of, of, of what inspires you and what motivates you and how it can help other people. You know, like you said, I'm, I'm not famous. I've, I've worked with people that, you know, you may consider famous. Um, and I'm, I'm doing this full time, but you know, by no means am I a household name, you know, yet. So it's like, you know, it's, it's a journey, and I think it's important to capture that journey as as people go through it in the process. Because I know there's somebody out there like myself that you know is, is a minor is from a minority community, exactly in a in a big city. You know, trying to make it and and trying to live their dreams out. And you know, I, I've been doing this for for quite some time, and you know, I'm still you know going after the the the, the success of whatever I think success is in my mind in my mind's eye, you know, but I, exactly. I think it's very important to, to, to shed light on the process and to talk about, you know, what we do and, and, and how we do it so that other people that are out there trying to do the same thing or similar things could be inspired and, and get up and have that motivation to learn what they need to do to get to that next step on their journey. Exactly. And that's powerful. That's a really powerful thing right there because one, I think it's really important also, you know, experience builds character and character builds, you know, gives you the humble spirit. Because I know, first of all, of course, we don't need to say no names, but I've known you worked with a lot of really great artists, you know, and engineered a lot of their work. But I really, you know, at some point for our people, I always say that a lot of times we get caught up in the hype that we look somebody at somebody that's, you know, of course, they're doing great things. It's okay to look up, to be inspired by others in the mainstream. But, yo, it's so amazing that I tell people like, yo, that same person... If you only knew that you put in work, 
you can not only be, I won't say better, I won't say put you categorize that, but you can be in a place where people can be looking at you, but you have to first find yourself and do the work because people don't understand. It takes work. It takes a lot of hard work to get even close to where you're trying to go. You know, it's trial, there's tribulations. And one thing about it is people like yourself, that's human. First of all, you know, because a lot of people out here don't understand. It's like, yo, we go through it. But it's what you do when you're on that platform. You know, what are you going to do when everybody's listening or looking at you, you know? Um, and keeping that right there, I always ask every individual that I talk to now, one of the main things is like I always say, creativity is comes in many different aspects and forms, right? What is creativity to you as a musician or just as an individual? What is your perception on creativity? Yeah, I mean, I, I think creativity... To me, you know, I, I don't know if this is the same for anybody else, but I, I do believe that we're, we're, we're a channel, you know, for the universe and for the creative forces, you know, whatever, you know, some things call it God, others call it spirit, you know, and others call it news. But I think we're, we're just a channel, kind of like an antenna that tunes in, you know, and, and when we tune in the right way, or when we tune in at all, we, we get these ideas and they go through us, you know. And, mm. and I think that our talents are, are part of that, that machine, you know. Like, if you have a voice, you know, there's always going to be some something inside of you or in the back of your head, like you said, in the journey that just keeps leading you to, like, hey, I should do this, I should do this, I should do this. And the more you listen to that voice and, and you let it speak through you, then I think that's creativity, you know. For some people, that's painting. For other people, that's writing a book. Mm, yep, some yep. people, that's doing a podcast or making a clothing line. It's just ideas, you know, that, that you get. And when you let those ideas out on paper or out on a record or out on a book or whatever medium you use, you know, it's it's creativity. It's like you're, you're letting it out into the world, you know. You're, you're making those things known to, to, to humans and, and that's kind of what, what you're being used for. You know, I, I do believe we're a vessel. Mm, yeah, so, yep. you know, it's a, it's a very kind of super, you know, like kind of a ethereal type of definition for creativity but, you know, a lot of times I think some of my best work I, I don't I don't even remember how I got those ideas. You know, they just happened in the moment and I think those are some of the best ideas. You know, the ones that you don't Exactly. You, That's real. I'm like, I'm like, I did that. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, when did I write that? You know, sometimes I gotta look at my producer, and I, and and I'm like surprised at what we have recorded because I sometimes don't remember. You know, and, mm. and I think that's creativity. You know, like letting yourself go in the moment, not not holding anything back, and just you know believing that whatever <laughs> whatever is happening, mm. and as much as there's another voice in your head that says, hey, this is sucks or like this is crazy you know that that something great is happening in the room hmm. and that that that's to me that's creativity you know like in its best form you know that's why i have a hard time giving people advice on how to be they think like writer's block or be more creative because i do often think it's something that we have to allow to happen you know and and it's always happening hmm. we're always getting ideas you know like there's crazy stories and i'm sure we've all heard of like Oh, you know, I had that idea, and then you see a product come out that, that it was the same idea you had, and I think we're all, we all have you know access to, to that 
creativity and we just got to let it go through us, you know, in whatever way God has blessed us with gifts and talents, you know, let them out, let out, let out those ideas as crazy as they may seem. Mm, that's, that's, that's deep, man. I can actually see now when it comes to the elevation of your music, how deep your thought process is, man, because I listened to Moonlight, you know, by your band Burning Bicycles. And when I listened to it, I'm like, hey, listen, wait, this is crazy. This is, you know, crazy on the good aspects because I'm like, yo, this is because, you know, keep it real with you. When you know somebody and, you know, you see something different, totally outside of what you know them by, it kind of throws you, you know, off. And then you come back to it. It's like, wow, this is really him. This is really that person that I know that's doing something like this, you know. And I commend what you're doing, first of all, just as an individual, as a creative and a musician, musician, actually, you know, as you elevate in what you do. Is there anything right now, you know, that, you know, that you would like to release to anybody that burning bicycles that you guys is going to be doing anytime? You know, I know right now there's epidemic and there's a lot of things that can happen, you know, on the on the physical things. But is there anything that you can say, you know, you guys are working on that people should look out for um, for the upcoming year? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, like you mentioned before, we just released our first single. It was a weird time to do it, but I was also, you know, during this pandemic, uh, I was I was going through the uh, idea of, you know, there's people at home listening to music and consuming a bunch of media, social media and Netflix and movies. So I just said, you know, we should start putting out this music. Like, it changed a lot, like I said, in, in the way that, like the industry is moving. I was just like, you know what? Like there's no marketing plans anymore. Like all of that is out the window. It's just get it in the hands of the people. Mm. Let them know about it. Let them, you know, get up on it and put their friends on it. Just on the on the mere fact that it's good music, you know, and, and, and whether they like it, if they like it, they like it, they'll tell somebody about it. You know, who cares about how we're perceived, that we're perceived as being big enough or, you know, indie enough. Like, I didn't care about any of that. So I just wanted to start putting out some of this music that we've been working on. And, and we've been working on this project, Burning Bicycles, for like about two years now, two and a half years. Okay, um, nice. So there is a lot of content, there's a lot of material, a lot of music that we want to put out. Um, so, you know, the, anybody that's just getting turned on to us, you know, I, I can't even say fans. I mean, I'm sure we have them already, but this music's only been out for about a week and a half. Um, so, you know, people can expect new music. Um, we we actually just shot a video for Moonlight. Um, it's different, you know, from what a music video is. Oh, normally. man, I'm excited. Um, you know, it's not your kind of like, it's not a stage like kind of music video. It's just, it's a little different, you know. I, I think we're, we're kind of like, just improvising as we go and that, that's kind of what this band has always been about it, it, it wasn't meant to be you know like hey we have a plan on how to be the next big band you know like we just kind of wanted to make something that was fun expressive and also uplifting you know because I, I did feel like some of the music I was making before was was very personal and, and a little dark you know um, my hip-hop stuff which I still want to put out at some point but I think this spoke more to where I was at at the moment as mm. a musician, like you said, and and it also just gave me a different vibe, a different feeling, and, and I want to give that to the people. You know, it's it's a very it's supposed to be a very happy project and kind of this changing of of, of a mood, kind of. I felt like music in general was was getting dark and exactly a little pessimistic. You know, no, that's real. So I, I think 
content that the, the people are going to see for this project is going to reflect that. Mm. You know, um, so there should be a video for Moonlight. Um, you know, in the coming weeks, again, it's, it's hard to predict anything now with the with the times. Um, and and again, maybe we could do another podcast once the video comes out, so I, so I could tell you more about the process of shooting that visual. It, it'll be easier to talk about it once it's out and once you get a chance to look at it. But beyond that, it's just um, more music. You know, I, I do I, I do plan on doing an album. I just wanted to drop a few singles so that the people could just kind of slowly get into it and mm. and start to see what's there. But you know, there's so much music that the the good thing about this situation is that we're able to stop and kind of curate whatever we had and, and we could work from a distance, you know, with my engineer and, and I engineer some of this project myself as well. So a lot of it could be done um, remotely. So that that's a blessing with technology and, and, you know, the tools that we use to make records nowadays, it, it, it lends itself to that. But, you know, nothing beats being in the same room as your collaborators. So mm, that's um, right. it's, it's, it's definitely interesting navigating through it, but, I think people can expect, you know, more content in general. You know, okay, okay. Summer, you know, and beyond, you know. Look forward to that. You know, I heard you say, you know, when it comes to collaboration now, for the craves listening, for the musicians or engineers, etc., what would you say when it comes to a collaboration that you look, you know, look for in somebody that says, you know what, hey, I love you as a, you know, your band member. I love your band. I love what you guys do. What do you guys look for when it comes to somebody trying to be part of, I won't say your band, but collaborate as an artist? Um, I think that's just kind of the same way you make friends, you know, and like how you have that instinct, something maybe you learned growing up or some something your parents or your OGs taught you that you just know, like, you know, I could trust this person. I could bring them into my home or I could invite them over. You know, uh, uh, like when you were 10 or 12 and you know they're not going to steal your, your video games or something, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you kind of just know. And, and I think with, with creativity, it's so you're so vulnerable when you're creating that. That's even more personal sometimes. So I think it's just instinctual. And, and you kind of know when, you know, we use this word vibe a lot, um, you know, in the, in the creative industry. But you kind of know when you're on the same vibe as somebody else. You see where they are mentally or just as a person or a creative. I don't know. There's just something that tells you, hey, I, I like what this person stands for and I like what they bring to the table with their talents and with their message. And also um, just like being giving, you know, to collaborate, you got to be very selfless. So the ego, you know, a lot of people, you know, like that's a big thing with artists and musicians in general. It's just ego and just knowing what egos match yours, you know, and, and a lot of it is, is delicate because you have to be literally about the music, you know, and, and that's that's the hardest thing is finding somebody that's not going to make it about them. And also you not make it about yourself, you know, it's like you're literally trying to make the best product that you can. And by product, I mean, you know, you know, we're calling it a product exactly. at the end that's of the real. day, but it's art, you know, mm -hmm. you're making art. And you're choosing to have somebody else represent this art with you. So you want to make sure that that person's interest is in the best interest of the art, if that makes any sense. You know? No, exactly. No, that's real. So, that's real. And that's, that's the type of people that I work with, people that I know that they're devoted to, to something beyond just like, hey, I want to be successful. I want to be the biggest artist. Yeah, but 
what about the art that's going to make you that biggest artist? You know, is, mm, that's is real. There, that's real. You know, like, exactly. Is, is that being compromised because of your ego and your desire to be, you know, great or, you know, that's That's awesome. You know, I think everybody should try to be the, the greatest version of themselves. But, you know, remember that we represent the art, you know, at the end of the day. And, and that's beyond us because when we're gone from this physical existence, you know, the art lives. You know what you left and put into that art is gonna is gonna be in that in that piece for, forever. You know, for as long as we can consume it, and that that's why it's important to collaborate with people that have the same values as you. They have the same goals and the same intentions to make art that's you know as pure as it could be because it's already tainted by the fact that we need this art to survive and to make a living. At the end of the day, you know, like we're we're artists, you know, and some of us that's all we do mm, exactly you know, we don't have side jobs or you know not that there's anything wrong with that but you know that's that's kind of what 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 the the, the paradox is you know exactly it's, it's how do you make how do you make pure art but art that's also consumable by people that that like this you know that like music that like paintings that like fashion you know how do we, how do you make fashion that's not you know, just about you and about people saying, hey, look at what he did. That's so cool. It's actually like, wait, this is just cool. It's not what he did that made it cool. It's like, yo, this is a cool song. Like, you know, and, and I think that's that also attracted me to being a band because it's not, it's not about me anymore being a solo artist. It's like, there's no room for people to kind of be, like you said, catch it off guard, you know? Like, it, it lets the music be more about the music, you know? Exactly. Like, some bands you could you could like tie a name to it specifically, but sometimes you just be like, oh, the Beatles. You know, you don't think about John Lennon or Paul McCartney. It's like, oh, the Beatles, and then they got cool songs too. You know, but some people don't know all the members of that band. It's just about the music. It's not exactly. about you know. It's not about the individual. So I think with collaboration, that that's very important. Just finding people that are on the same wavelength as you, so that you know the art is not compromised. Mm, good answer, man. Because I definitely. Not only to musicians, because I know that there is also, you know, fashion designers and other individuals that listen to this podcast. And I think this translates also to any network or any industry that wants to do exactly what you said in the basis of collaborations. And I know that a lot of people will definitely feel what you said and, you know, respect it because it's the truest form, you know, of just being a creative and working with people. And I really, you know, appreciate that right there. But now anybody that's listening, guys. And they want to get in contact with you now, brother, and want to know more about Burning Bicycles and get to follow you guys and listen to more of your music, download it. Where can they find you? Where can they find, first of all, the Burning Bicycles band and find out who you are if they try to search for you on social media or email, emails or any way they can get in contact with you guys or you per se? Yeah. So for the band, the Burning Bicycles, um, find it on any streaming platform. Um, our first single is, is the official release that's out there. It's only one song right now, Moonlight. Um, and it's on Apple Music. It's on Spotify. It's on Tidal. It's on Deezer. It's on Google Play, Amazon Music. So it's on all the all, all the DSPs that stream music and where you can buy music. It's available, um, I think, even internationally as well. So you just have to look for Burning Bicycles. You know, I, I, we picked a pretty unique name, so I've been searching on on those um, 
on those apps and we're the only band that comes up so you shouldn't have a hard time finding it um also on instagram is at the burning bicycles um or twitter is just burning bicycles facebook as well soundcloud you know anywhere that you consume social media or music it, mm. it can be found just by searching the band name on on instagram you can find me as free play and you know i think any social media platform is a, is a good way to communicate right now like you know instagram dms whatever like twitter um that, that's pretty much the best way to get in touch with with us at this moment you know for any reason collaborations or for any you know press or whatever okay well guys you heard it first here from free play of burning bicycles you're witnessing something great that's being created right now, guys. So make sure and get in contact with Free Play before these guys become one of the biggest bands in the world. First of all, you know, I love this guy as an individual because I've known him for a while, but not just only as a friend, but as a creative and artist, I respect what he does. You guys definitely got to get in contact with them. Like he said, check out the social medias, get to know who they are, listen to the music. And also, we're definitely going to be doing a part two episode on Free Play and finding out more exactly what this burning bicycle is all about what the name is about how did it get started and find out more about deeper into this whole band because this sounds really amazing guys and i'm definitely know you guys want to know all the other band members that's listening in also so guys you, you heard us first here on the culture podcast here with free play make sure and listen for the part two that's gonna be coming up pretty soon so thank you for your time mr free play we look very forward to hearing about more about your band. Your band member also would definitely like to, you know, have a conversation with you guys and get to know your relationships and stuff like that. So, guys, you heard it definitely, here. Definitely, man. Thank, thank you for having us. You know, much success on your on, on your podcast, you know, and, and, you know, thank you for doing this for the people at this time in history and, and, and what we're going through. I think it's very important what you're doing and, and it's inspiring. And also thank you for just giving me a voice and a, and a platform to to let other people know about what's going on in my world. And again, I'm a, I'm open to all types of communication. If people want advice, or just say, hey, what's up? You know, feel free to reach out. You know, there's not much to do nowadays, but to, to stay, stay in close contact with others. So um, as far as like, you know, social media and, and interacting with, with, the, with the public, so, you know, thank you for giving us that platform. Appreciate it. No doubt, man. I thank you, brother, for being such a, you know, talented individual and inspiration to other people. Look forward to part two. Guys, you heard the first free play. You listen to the Culture Podcast.